WRUF Gainesville, W251CG Gainesville, from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Sick and tired of achy joints? Dread the idea of surgery? You need to call QC Kinetics today. Hey, it's Steve Russell. The state of healthcare is always changing. The old ideas like steroids and surgery are no longer your only options. Regenerative medicine at QC Connects is transforming lives with innovative, non-surgical, drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results. Knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain, from arthritis or injury, don't let this pain keep you from living your best life. QC Kinetics advanced state-of-the-art treatments harness and direct your body's natural ability to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. This is a revolutionary approach that can get you long-term relief with no downtime. Make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility, reclaim your independence, walk and run and play and live without the danger and trauma of surgery and without harmful drugs. Call QC Kinetics now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. Dave Ray's Automotive. We get the bugs out of your car. Valentine's Day, the day and month we all think about love. Steve Russell here. Let me tell you something I love, my car. And I really love the fact I can depend on it day in and day out, thanks to my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. You see, Dave Mays Automotive is famous for their bug check. That means anytime you take your vehicle in, they go over it from top to bottom looking for anything that might pop up down the road. This way, there's no surprises, and you could love driving your car. Brakes, tires, oil changes, engine and transmission services at Dave Mays Automotive, they take care of it all, just like they've been doing since 1975. They're at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive of the Industrial Complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. Nothing but net, he hit that from deep. <laughs> that was from another time zone. If you weren't here, you wouldn't believe it. Not so fast. You can't experience the thrill of a game without being in the arena. Just talk to the pros at Electronics World. Electronics World? At EW, it's a slam dunk. They have all the best gear to give you a seat at midcourt in your own home. TVs and sound from Sony, Yamaha, Marantz, with speakers by Bowers and Wilkins, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hello and welcome into a Monday edition of Sports Scene ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch, talk some sports. Jose Tovar is uh, our <clears throat> producer today. It just seems recently uh, I've had to begin programs uh, with sad news. Uh, first of all, uh, I was at a service yesterday uh, for a guy named Carl Kaufman, uh, who had been in our community for a long time. I worked with Carl for years uh, back in my young, young days at KISS 105 and later at 97X. And uh, he did a lot of work with Gator Growl. Uh, he had passed away recently, had his service yesterday. Uh, a lot of people were there to honor him, which was really a cool thing. And then while at the service, 
uh, heard about the passing of Bill Carr. And uh, I have a, uh, a story to tell about Bill because uh, he helped me as a very young reporter. When Bill was the athletic director, uh, I was doing Gator Baseball. And I was the voice of Gator Baseball at a very, very young age. And Coach Bergman was the coach, very fond of him. And uh, if you remember, Jay played some games he shouldn't have played, and Bill Carr fired him. And I was really upset, and on the air, uh, I just ripped Bill. And I couldn't understand it. It just didn't seem as if, you know, he played a few games in the fall he shouldn't have played. You know, big deal. What are you firing him for? Um, and I actually met with him, and he was so kind and explained, you know, his position. Um, and when he did, as much as I liked Jay and still do, uh, I understood it that it was trust, he wasn't told the truth, and he felt that, you know, that's what he had to do. I coached Bill's son in football down the road. I saw Bill not too long ago at an event at Celebration Point. Uh, he was lamenting the world we're in now with NIL and all of that. Um, but And then when he became the athletic director uh, at Florida, um, he was the, uh, it was 33 years old when he was the AD. He was the youngest athletic director among major universities at that time, at just 33 years of age. So uh, sad to see uh, Bill go. All right. Uh, hoops, I'm sure, the primary topic of discussion today. 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Uh, Andrew, hello. Yes, um, I, I also uh, am very sorry to hear that news, uh, Steve. And it does seem like more and more um, we're we're hearing more and more of that generation that's passing on. And it's uh, I just hope you rest in peace. Agreed. Um, the um, the Gator basketball game uh, the other night they played at College Station. I guess it's called A and M. And we lost one by one point to a team that I feel we are much, much more talented than they are. Somewhere in the schematics uh, towards the end of the game, uh, it seems like there's some confusion amongst Gator Gators as to who is going to do what to lead us to victory. And I can tell you this, that that basketball game hurt. Man, it hurt when we lost that one. I wanted us to win that so, so bad. But uh, what I'm getting at is this. There seems to be a pattern with all of the losses, of UVA, Virginia, with, um, you know, went over there in, in North Carolina to Wake and several, maybe one others, one other game, where we've had difficulty closing out games that we seem like we should win. And I'm wondering um, what do you what you think in terms of uh, how we can improve that 
to finish out the season. And uh, I'll, I'll get off and let somebody else call. I'll take it off the air. Thank yep. you, Steve. Andrew, thank you. I think what happens in every game is its own soap opera. Every game is its own story, as they rightfully should be. I think a lot of times fans do not give credit to the other team, the other coach, for doing things right. It's always what your team does wrong. Now, Todd Golden said this in the press conference afterwards, and I think he was he was making a point without you know, whacking it to the floor about the lack of free throws Florida made and got got to shoot versus the ones that A&M did. But Florida does not have a lot of guys that drive to the basket. Clayton is not a driver. Pullen is. But, I mean, really, who else does that a lot? Kugel does some, okay, so, give A&M credit for hanging around. I thought Buzz Williams did a tremendous job in coaching because he, for long periods of the game, you know, Wade Taylor played 28 minutes, which is less than what he normally plays, and they found a way to win without their best player in the lineup for a lot of the time. So, I don't think Florida lost this game. I think A&M won it. And Florida has played its share of games like this, but again, it's hard to win on the road. That's what makes beating Kentucky so special. And Walter Clayton in this game didn't, I mean, he only scored eight points. He was not a big factor in this game. And that is what A&M does to you. They, they muck up the game they make it a defensive kind of game where it's you got to just slug it out, right? And that's what they did, to their credit. It's hard to beat somebody on their home floor. No shame in losing here. I get it. You, you're ahead, but they play two halves. They don't play one half. They play two. So I get it. Uh, all right, let's see. Patrick says, could Caitlin Clark win the NBA three-point contest? I don't know. Probably not. Maybe she'll try. And I hope she does. Steven, now, somebody has to educate me here because I did not see any of this game. He says with uh, LSU beat Florida by 40. With 22 seconds left, Mulkey called a timeout, called another one with 14 seconds left. Do you know why? I do not. Uh, but, Stephen, if somebody knows the answer to that, hopefully they can uh, let me know. Mark says, hard to pinpoint exactly where the game was lost. It started with about 90 seconds left of the first half. Uh, I mentioned this earlier. Gators up 13. Pulling drive to the basket. It's a shot block. Led to an easy transition bucket for A&M. 7-0 run. Gators up just six with A&M having the momentum. That didn't lose the game. It got A&M back in it. It didn't lose the game. You, you, you have an entire second half to play. But did it get A&M back in the game? Sure. It, it did accomplish that. Uh, David, hello. Hey, Steve. Happy Monday. 
Same to you. Uh, so, uh, yeah, let me just first say, Bill, Bill Carr exuded class. We're the same age, so I, I met him a few times when, when we were both young, and uh, he just had this gentleman air about him that was uh, that was uh, was quite the thing, and I, he seemed to retain that his whole life. Okay. Um, and uh, I wanted to say I thought that uh, you were exactly right in not giving enough credit to other teams. We tend to, as fans, not do that. And, you know, Buzz had Walter Clayton covered really, really, really tightly. Really tightly. The whole game such that I, I think it almost got into Walter's head he was covered so tight. The other thing that I think I noticed, and you tell me if you agree on this, I don't know if you talked about it in the last hour, um, but um, I thought that there the grind of January uh, and on our legs in the second half just seemed to be a little bit apparent. Uh, what do you think? I hear that a lot from people, uh, and maybe I'm just different. Uh-huh. I, I don't. I don't physically see that with my eyes. And I think that always happens when a team loses. No, no. Right? In other words, I don't hear people say, gee, we're getting tired after they beat somebody by 10. You hear it when we got beat most of the time. And I get that, right? I I don't see that. Um, Now, I think this break does come at a good time for Florida when they can get their sea legs back, you know, get the bye, and then prepare for a good Auburn team on Saturday. I I, I do agree with that. Well, yeah, I just felt like the entire second half, and I gosh, it was a a minor little bit, and it's not because we lost at all. You know, I was satisfied. I'll tell you what's tough is is watching back-to-back games with, uh, with my team, with a lot of lead changes. It's hard. It's hard. I'd rather we just blow everybody out all the time, uh, of course. I, I know some people don't like blowouts like that, but uh, uh, we had a lot of lead changes, and Buzz coached the heck out of A&M. He did. Uh, to get them back into the game and keep into position. And, sure, we had our chances there at the end with a, with a couple that didn't go down. But i got to take that kind of play. Lon Kruger told me one time, I think it was Craig Brown was a shooter and had gone into a little cold spell, and he said, you know, over the course of it, I totally trust him, and he'll make up for it, and things tend to even themselves out. I think we'll even ourselves out here on the end of games. We've lost a couple of close ones, and we'll – We'll start to win more of them. All right, David, appreciate your call. Thank you, 1219. Time check brought to you by Hayes, Jillaby, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Lance Williams. Today at 2 p.m., the number 10-ranked Gators women's golf team takes on number one-ranked Wake Forest. Yesterday, the Florida women's basketball team faced LSU and Baton Rouge. Despite double-digit performances from Aliyah Mathar and Leilani Correa, the Gators fell to the reigning national champions 106-66. Shifting to men's college basketball, the number 8-ranked Kansas Jayhawks faced rival Kansas State. Coverage of the game starts right here at 845. 
It's district tournament time in high school basketball. Tomorrow, Bell Union faces Union County, Eastside takes on Suwannee, and Dixie County faces off against Wildwood. Quarterfinals are tomorrow, semifinals are Thursday, and the district championship games are on Saturday. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Lance Williams. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The Road to Heaver Boys Ranch in Polak is a terrific local charity. Been telling about them for a while, and they need your help. It's a secure home for young boys with difficult family lives, or in some cases, boys with no family life at all. The ranch is a safe haven. It offers a safe place for them to go, structure for their lives, and guidance for their futures. And one of the ways they do it is through teaching them useful skills, one of them being repairing vehicles. And this is where you can come in. If you have an unused or unwanted vehicle of any kind, you can donate it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. They repair them. They fix them up. They will then resell them. Your donation is a tax-deductible one as well. To find out more about what they do, who they are, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org. Hey, it's Steve Russell for FICARE Federal Credit Union, the place to bank for health care workers and their families. Throughout the 29 days of this leap year of February, they're knocking off 2.9% APR off of any automobile refinanced from another financial institution. And when members use their concierge auto buying service for new vehicle purchases, they'll also qualify for 2.9% off their already low regular rate. It's the place I've done my banking for over 30 years. FICARE Federal Credit Union online, FICAREFCU.org. The new Okito America location in Tech City wants you to join in the fun. Okito Tech City Fun Fest is happening Saturday, February 24th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at San Velasco Tech City in Alachua. This free family event will feature over 75 vendors, Rides, games, music, food, and raffles, including a $1,000 scholarship to an Alachua County teacher for school supplies. Grab the family and head out to the grand opening of Okito's new Alachua location and celebration for the great businesses that make up our community. Okito Tech City Fun Fest. Free fun for all. We put security systems on our homes and cars, cybersecurity on our devices. But what about our money? Radiant Credit Union wants to secure your earnings with our adjustable rate certificates. Right now, you can earn 5.45% on a 12-month term. Secure your future now and enjoy the peace of mind that comes with maximizing your savings growth. Visit RadiantCU.org secure and start earning today. 12-month certificate requires $1,000 minimum balance to open. $10,000 balance to earn APY. Federally insured by NCUA. Of course I use Mr. Clean Magic Eraser to clean tough messes off my stovetop and bathtub. But then I discovered I can also use it to easily clean my patio furniture and even my shoes. I'm hooked! And when wipes won't cut it, I use Magic Eraser Sheets. They're thin and flexible erasers, perfect for everyday messes, like gunk on my counters and sinks. They really are magical. The reviews are in. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and Sheets make cleaning look easy. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Welcome back. 392-8255, email srussell at wruf.com. We're almost out of the desert. That is this time of the year. 
the Super Bowl is coming up. We'll start talking about that later in the week. Uh, it looks like no show Friday, so we will do today, tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, and we'll also, softball begins. If everything goes right, you'll hear interviews uh, with Tim Walton and Kevin O'Sullivan. So uh, that will happen. And we'll get your questions, calls, and comments as well as we finally uh, get into some other things that are be going on here. 392-8255, number to call. There's a great column today uh, on ESPN, and it mirrors what I told you the other day um, about that little um, announcement between the Big Ten and the SEC. But first, we'll get to D. Hi, D. Hey, what's up, Steve? Good Monday to you. Uh, basketball, uh, yeah, frustrating, man. I'm with Andrew, man. I wanted that game bad, man. I could, it was almost there, and then, you know, A&M took it. Like you said, man, you got to give – you got to give them credit, man. They we scored forty-two points in the in the first half, and then only twenty-five in the second. And like I said uh, Friday, Steve, uh, Buzz Williams is that zone, man. It just it just takes you out of your game. It, it 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 basically eliminated our big guys. Our big guys didn't really have much factor in the game. And um, you know, like you said, man, we're way Taylor in foul trouble. Um, you know, we just we just didn't have enough, man. The, the Garcia kid really came off the bench and gave. He sure them. did. Uh, lift man the the fifty fifty balls getting offensive rebounds you know extending possessions out all all that stuff counts on the road man and uh, I think with about ten minutes left man you can see a and m just you know pick up their urgency man uh, thirty five was picking up man to man on pulling really getting physical with him and they they had to win the game man they were in desperation mode and you know Rafford man I'm I'm uh, I can't wait to see him get out of A&M, man, because he has just been a, a pain in our, our side, man, these last two years. So, like I said, you got you got to credit A&M. And, you know, our free throw shooting, as limited as we – as limited as chances we got, we didn't make the most of them. We, we reverted back to what we did early in the season. So, just a, just a tough break, man. <laughs> yeah, that that's a get-greedy game. You know, you, you right. got one you needed uh, – but I, I said this earlier, and you heard. I, I thought Buzz Williams did it. They were desperate too. I think people forget that as well. They're on their home floor. They're desperate to get a win because they were a bubble team, just like Florida was a bubble team. And you know, you're right. They Buzz Williams played a lot of time without his best player on the floor. They managed to withstand that. And to what an earlier emailer said, that run at the end of the first half got them back within striking distance. That was big. Yeah, man, it was uh, it was kind of like our run at Kentucky right before right. the half. It's, right, it's it, it's 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 every like you say, man. Every game's different, and it's it's very difficult to win on the road, man. It's it's hard, man, and you gotta you gotta do everything right when you're playing a, a desperate team like A and M. So, like I, like you said, man, this uh this week's gonna be good for us, and then we'll we come home and get Auburn, and uh I, I think we're gonna get that game. So. Um, like I said, just tough break, but I think we'll recover on Saturday. Yeah, you you want to if you can get Auburn, obviously quad one, you know, beat a ranked team, et cetera, et cetera. That that puts you in pretty good shape, I would think, as far as 
at the dance. A loss isn't going to kill you, but you know you want to take advantage at home. And Auburn's not been great on the road. A lot of the games oh. uh, I've seen them struggle on the road. So I think getting off to a good start for them is really a big deal. And Florida should be a rested team, and I think they need that now. I don't think they're tired. I think, but the break is good. It comes at a good time, so they should be refreshed and ready. For sure. Be good, Steve. Steve, thank you. Twelve twenty-eight. Time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN ninety-eight one FM, eight fifty AM, WYUF. Anchored in the soul of Gator Nation, and coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening. To ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Dr. Kim is so, she's spiritually and uh, personally and physically a beautiful person all the way around. That's what I admire most about her and that she's up on the latest techniques and everything that's going on in the field that I feel a lot of confidence in and I just I enjoy being around her and talking to her. How about Dr. Art? Well I think the biggest thing is that, that he stays so far ahead of everyone else technically. You know you, you don't worry about what he's doing in your mouth because it is the best. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. Take your Valentine's experience to a whole new level this year with jewelry, flowers, candy, dinner, and a flyaway romantic getaway. All courtesy of International Diamond Center. Nothing says I love you like romantic jewelry from IDC. From a simple pendant to an exquisite designer ring, we've got a fantastic selection of affordable, timeless gifts. And this year, with any jewelry purchase at IDC of $129 or more, we're giving you some long stem roses, some delicious chocolates, and a gift card for dinner from Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. It's one-stop shopping for all all things romantic. And if you really want to take it up a notch, we're also giving away island getaways. Just spend $5,000 on jewelry and you'll get a $500 airfare credit for a Caribbean vacation. Spend $10,000 on our jewelry and get three nights, including airfare, at a tropical resort. On us. Make this Valentine's one to remember. Let IDC help you with your jewelry, flowers, chocolates, dinner, and a romantic vacation. We've got it all. Happy Valentine's from International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Mostly cloudy skies this afternoon with a chance of a shower or thunderstorm. Highs today around 65. Tonight, an early evening shower is possible, then mostly cloudy and breezy overnight. Lows in the mid-40s. Tuesday, sunny skies, breezy, highs around 63. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist William Maxim. 
Kevin, Canty, and Michelle are unsportsmanlike. What is there to complain about if you're a Packers fan? You, you, okay, you, wait you, a going, you going from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers to now Jordan Love. Everybody's excited about Jordan Love. He was phenomenal in the playoffs. You won a playoff game in Dallas. Are and you, you should have beat the 49ers. Yeah, you right have the there. youngest playoff roster in 50 years. What are you upset about? Unsportsmanlike with Evan, Canty, and Michelle. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on WRUF. Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Lance Williams. News in Gators Golf. The women's matchup against number one ranked Wake Forest has been canceled due to inclement weather. In men's college hoops, tonight, number eight ranked Kansas faces Kansas State. Coverage of the rivalry game starts right here at 8.45. Yesterday, the Florida women's basketball team fell 66-106 to against number 9 ranked LSU. After missing the past two games, Aliyah Mathari returned to the lineup, scoring 20 points. It's district tournament time in girls' high school basketball. Tonight, the Santa Fe Raiders host Keystone Heights, Buholes faces Leon, and Sewanee takes on North Marion. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Lance Williams. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. The good people at Southeast Car Agency at 310 Northeast 39th Avenue invite you to come to their place of business and check out the vehicles they have. They're great. But if you're looking for a new vehicle, well, this isn't a good place for you because they don't have any. And in 40-plus years, they haven't had any. Since opening their doors, the Cousins family has owned and operated this business, and it has specialized in providing you late-model, low-mileage vehicles to choose from. Great selection, great variety to choose from. I've owned cars from Southeast Car Agency for years now, and I can tell you they've all been good for me, and they will make your car buying experience a really good one. Check out the vehicles online, secars.com. You can also check them out in person at Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. And when you go see them in person, you know what to do. Tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. Sick and tired of achy joints? Dread the idea of surgery? You need to call QC Kinetics today. Hey, it's Steve Russell. The state of healthcare is always changing. The old ideas like steroids and surgery are no longer your only options. Regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics is transforming lives with innovative, non-surgical, drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results. Knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain, from arthritis or injury? Don't let this pain keep you from living your best life. QC Kinetics Advanced State-of-the-Art Treatments harness and direct your body's natural ability to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. This is a revolutionary approach that can get you long-term relief with no downtime. Make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility, reclaim your independence, walk and run and play and live without the danger and trauma of surgery and without harmful drugs. Call QC Kinetics now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. It's your Daughtry Tree Service Tree Care Tip. Late winter is a great time to prune your trees and raise the tree's lower canopy for better sunlight to your lawn. Daughtry Tree has been helping their Gainesville and Alachua County neighbors for over 30 years. They provide dependable, quality service at fair prices for any size job. Tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, debris or storm cleanup. Visit DaughtryTreeService.com today for your free estimate. Trust Daughtry Tree Service, your tree service people. Well, guys, it's time to talk about your meat problem. It can be uncomfortable, but it's necessary. 
Do you realize that 85% of the grass-fed beef sold in the United States is imported from overseas? Now, if you're buying from the store, you're most likely eating low-quality, overpriced beef that lacks rich flavor. But good ranchers coming to the rescue. They're the protein prescription to cure your meat problem. Good Ranchers sources 100% American meat and seafood from local farms and ranches and delivers right to your door. It is the source for American meat and steakhouse quality. Bone-in ribeyes, porterhouse pork chops, everything they sell is aged, trimmed, packaged to make your life easy. You'll love it. They're great new partners of ours, so stop shopping at the grocery store. Get total transparency. Use the promo code PATRICK for $20 off. Free express shipping today. That's GoodRanchers.com and tell them we sent you. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver. Weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is Gatorhead football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Closing out the first hour, 392-8255, email us, russell at wruf.com. Sam on the Pro Bowl, better than past efforts. Players had fun, were vested for once. Nice to see. Yeah, they were. They were. And again, I think I give the NFL credit for trying to make this good for the fans, and and good for the players. Now, look, you could still get hurt in this game. I know they're not tackling, but you could slip and fall. I mean, But the chances of it, certainly much less. Uh, William, on the other hand, says, I'm with you. The Pro Bowl stuff in general is awful, unwatchable. The game on Saturday thought Golden kept Aberdeen in the game too long. One big swing, try to dribbling the ball through his legs, fails, softly fouls a kid out of breakaway layup for the and one. Big swing in the game. Preferred Todd shorten his bench, especially with a buy on the midweek. Um, well, look, it's easy in hindsight, William, to say that this guy should have played less or should have played more. Um, that's what he's done with Aberdeen. You know, most of the time he's played. Now, he did play a little more in this game, I think, minutes-wise than he's played before. Um, I think normally he's in the three-minute range. I want to say this game... It was a little more than that. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I mean, that wasn't the thing that lost the game. There were certainly other things involved in the game where, you know, it, it, it caused the game to go the way it was. So I just don't think in a game like that there's a turning point. If there was one, I think it was A&M getting back in the game late in the first half. They cut a double dig like, like Florida did against Kentucky. That gave A&M some momentum. Lucas says the number of playoff teams should be eight, but that being said, more teams can make it, and that's a good thing. Jonesy says, uh, heard you talking about which conference is the best in basketball. Um, I said the Big Ten. I've, I've changed my mind since then. Uh, once Texas, Oklahoma joins the SEC, Will that make the SEC the best conference in basketball? Uh, the Big 12 is still pretty good, but you're going to lose, you know, those teams. So we'll see. And, again, what I think that varies year to year. What's the, quote, 
best league, right? I, I think it just depends. Uh, okay, let's get some calls here. We've got a whole hour to fill. Don't forget, tomorrow, the Florida Victorious CEO, Nate Barbera, will be here. Uh, Freddie Wiebe, who is the Director of Revenue for Florida Victorious, will also be in studio to answer your questions about Florida Victorious, what you can do, what you can't do. They're here to answer all of that, and they'll be here tomorrow at about 12.15. So mark your calendars for that. Uh, I was just surprised today. They will be here, so uh, we can we can do that, and it'll be good. Uh, I got an email uh, from Whitney who sent me something about why buying tickets to a game has become so unaffordable. It's from CNN. Um, the price of tickets, according to this article, has surged far beyond inflation over the past decades. Um, and it's interesting. It says teams, quote, don't care if families can't afford the seats as long as they can still hook them watching TV. Major sports leagues make around two-thirds of their revenue on television deals. That's why those deals are so important. And uh, what the NFL wants, according to the article, is a lot of money for around 70,000 people in a city. Consumers spending money, right? Um, think about this. Attendance records for women's volleyball at Nebraska set a record. Everybody likes to win, right? And, and let's face it, when teams win, you go see them. Ticket prices, according to CNN in the article, to sporting events increased 15% in December from the year prior. In 2023, the average NFL ticket climbed 8.5% to $120 for the average NFL ticket. It costs $631 to take a family of four to a game and buy food, two souvenirs, and a parking lot. MLB tickets went up $37 average. It costs $266 to bring a family to a game. So, again, a lot of places have reduced seating capacity. Why? Because they want to make the fan experience for those who go and spending big money better. So the cheap seats are taken out. The less expensive seats are taken out. That's just... How it is. Five of the most seven recent NFL stadiums have seating for 71,000 fans or less. Fewer people, costing more money with more amenities. That seems to be the pattern here uh, when it comes to that. So, Whitney, thank you for that. And then it says uh, college sports will follow. Let me ask this, because, you know, I get kind of gig for this all the time. Well, you can go to the game for free. Well, yes, I work the game, but, yes, I can go for free. How much 
have booster fees gone up? How much have ticket prices gone up for you in recent years? Is it going to a Gator game? Is it, is it pricing itself out? We can talk about that perhaps in the second hour as well. Because uh, at this point, again, we're one of those lulls here. Softball starts up. Baseball starts up in a few days. Lacrosse starts up in a few days. Uh, indoor track going outdoor track, which is always successful, will crank up. So that'll help. But we're in that period right now. Uh, William says, uh, I guys get a baseball question. He said, who do you think is this year's breakout player? Oh, God. That's hard. That's really hard. Because if you're talking about, like, the kid from Alabama, the transfer, I mean, he could be a breakout player, but he's an established player. Uh, could it be Liam Peterson? He's scheduled to be a weekend starter. Could be him. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Hour 2 coming up. Stay with us. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRU. Florida law requires you to remain at the scene of a crash and to call for help. Leaving the scene is a felony offense that includes losing your license and possible jail time. After a crash, stay at the scene, call for assistance, and wait for first responders to arrive. If you have information on a hit and run crash, report it by calling Star FHP or Anonymous to Crime Stoppers at Star Star 8477. A message from the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. It's time to select. Okay, you've put it off long enough, and it's time to replace that car. But let me make this easy. Visit Select Motor Car of Gainesville. Their selection of quality, like new cars, trucks, and SUVs is awesome. And on-site credit union financing makes the deals even sweeter. Select now has a full-service auto center, which means additional savings and no hassle repairs for you. Shop online, then go take a test drive. For the easiest car you'll ever buy, it's time to select. SelectMotorCar.us the new Okito America location in Tech City wants you to join in the fun. Okito Tech City Fun Fest is happening Saturday, February 24th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at San Velasco Tech City in Alachua. This free family event will feature over 75 vendors, Rides, games, music, food, and raffles, including a $1,000 scholarship to an Alachua County teacher for school supplies. Grab the family and head out to the grand opening of Okito's new Alachua location in celebration for the great businesses that make up our community. Okito Tech City Fun Fest. Free fun for all. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public, so we decided to sing about it. When you roll the Charmin up just south on the party, let's just roll so roll it back, everybody. Charmin's irresistibly soft and hella nice. A creep is always soft. It's our party wine. Charmin, 
Ultrasoft is irresistibly soft and more absorbent so you can use less. Enjoy the go with Charmin. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Monday. Lots to talk about today. Uh, tomorrow, don't forget, the CEO of Florida Victorious, Nate Barbero, will be here to answer, as well as Freddie Weeby, Director of Revenue for Florida Victorious, to answer your questions about what it is, what they're doing, what you can do, what you can't do, all of that. Uh, that'll be at uh, 12.15 or so tomorrow, so get your questions ready for them. Uh, we talked Gator basketball, talked a little bit about the college football playoff, uh, what could happen with that. I think the looming Big Ten SEC uh, alliance here, which could, I think, really reshape uh, college athletics, especially in football. We'll talk about that, too. 392-8255. Email srussell at wruf.com. Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. Great first hour. I want to stay on topic with you. I could go NIL with you, but I frankly find the whole topic disgusting at this point. Okay. Uh, Steve, um, you know, as basketball fans, college basketball fans, we think about, you know, our team winning the conference championship maybe, maybe winning the SEC tournament or equivalent, winning it rough. That's beating Kentucky. I think that's something that's always memorable as fans. But I agree with you. A season is a roller coaster. It's a soap opera, individual soap operas, but it's kind of a series. But what fans really remember is, outside of a game here and there, is did you make the NCAA tournament and how did you do in it? Sure. If you if you finish second or third and you have a great regular season in the SEC and you don't have a good March, fans forget all about it pretty quick. Agreed. It's a tournament sport for good or bad. I agree. All right, second thing here, Steve, real quick. I've been thinking about the Pro Bowl a lot, too. Um, I thought it was an awful event. Always the Mannings right in the middle of it. It seems like the Mannings, for all the money they, and success they had, they have no idea what to do in retirement. Won't they just go buy 10% of the team and go away? I take a lot of shots at the Mannings. But did, that, did they charge tickets on the uh, Pro Bowl, Steve, or did they let those people in? I think they sold tickets, but don't hold me to that. Okay, it was a flag football, seven-on-seven seven type deal. Right. But um, it, that stadium, the Citrus Bowl, right? That thing looked, Camping World, that thing looked 85% full. Well, depending on what the what, play. What are those people going to see? A flag football game? Is the NFL? I mean, I, I just, what are they there to see? Well, first of all, you're seeing pro athletes up close, and I don't know what they did in terms of autographs or things like that. I've been to one of those. And they did a lot of stuff with players. They had autograph sessions. They had, you know, Hall of Fame players come in and do that sort of thing. So I'm, that was a long time ago. So I'm guessing that's part of what that was about. Hey, Steve, you know, the NFL is usually so creative and good. Um, remember they did the uh, fun thing with the schedule rollouts that caught a lot of buzz? There's got to be a great idea for what they could do in between the uh, end of the playoffs and the Super Bowl. There's, could they have like an eighth round of the NFL draft, a fan party? Couldn't somebody come up with something creative? That was terrible. Uh, we'll find out. Mike, thank you hey, for later. your call. Uh, 392-8255, email srussell at wif. I, I think it was better than, look, the old Pro Bowl, they were scared to get hurt. 
and the players didn't want to play. So what you, they're trying to find a way to showcase the skills of these great players, right, without getting hurt. That's the whole idea of this. Think about the NBA All-Star game. Right, right now, what's the best All-Star game out there? Did you watch the hockey game the other day? Okay. Baseball. Look, baseball is the one where I think you still, pitchers are not going to go up there and lob it up there for a hitter to hit it. That's probably the truest all-star game there is. Because, again, if you're pitching, you don't want to be up there giving up 12 runs You know when you're in there. The NBA is a joke. I think it's the worst because they don't play any defense. They don't even try. So, anyway. Jay, hello. Hey, Steve. You know, I've been thinking about it the last few days, and I think the Gainesville fans have ran a lot of some good coaches out of here, really. Um, I like Golden. I think he's okay, but really frustrated with the way they lost that game to Texas A&M. Um, because I felt like they should have been able to figure out a way at least a little bit how to stop those guys. from. I know those guards at A&M are real good, but you've got to figure something out when two guys are just whipping you like that. They couldn't do it. So I guess maybe he just didn't have the horses that could stop them, but we lost the game because couldn't stop those guys. And Fulton is a really good guard. I like him a lot. He's the best. We, he's really, really good on assists. But he had a three turnover game, which is not like him either. I guess everyone has their problems. But he turned it over a couple times that I think really hurt us. But I was just real frustrated. But, you know, I think I'm going to say something that's going to piss a lot of people off. But I think we ran the wrong guy off the of Mike White. I don't think he was a bad coach. I think he followed in a legend. He had a hard task. I don't think the guy did that bad a job. I think Mike White's a better coach than Golden. That's the way I feel about it. Well, I think think that remains to be seen. Um, Because I think think Golden's a good coach. And And I think one of the reasons I see him as a good coach is because he went out and totally revamped the team from last year and got better players. There's no doubt this team is better than last year's team. There's no doubt in my mind at all. And no, I don't disagree at all with that. And if the, and if he gets if he makes the NCAA tournament in year two, I think that's pretty good, and that will help in recruiting, well, etc. I hope that happens. I think he's a good coach, and I agree with you. I think we got good players. I think that those, if a lot of those guys come back, hopefully they do. Next year they're going to have a really good team. Was what they've done. That's and, what I think. And let me throw the thing yeah. about pulling out. Uh, him having three turnovers is very unusual. Florida had fourteen. That's not a high number, but don't forget the other side of the ledger. He had eight assists. So it's almost it was great. almost three to one in assist to turnover I think ratio. He had seven assists, Steve. I don't think he had eight. I'm reading. I'm seven. reading from the scorebook. Okay. He had eight assists okay, and three okay. turnovers. 
So I thought it was seven to three. That's almost mm-hmm. three to one. And on the year, his assist to turnover ratio is ridiculous. No, he's really good. But you know, A and M, you know, Wade Taylor's good player. Radford's good player. Yep. So you know, I, I always. But you got to figure out how to stop those guys. I mean, these kids. I mean, there's got to be. I'm not saying that you know they didn't do the best job they could. I'm just saying when you got guys like that. You got to figure something out to slow them down. I don't know what it is, but well, sometimes on a bad. given day you can't. I mean, that's like saying slow Michael Jordan down. We got to figure out a way to slow him down. <laughs> well, I mean yeah. that that you know that doesn't happen. That's not that's not a real good comparison. No, Michael but, Jordan but, is arguably the best basketball player of all time. But Wade Taylor's a hell of a player. Wade Taylor's a hell of a he's an all league player. And yeah. Wade Taylor was five of eighteen from the field the other day. So they shut him down. They shut him down. They didn't shoot. They didn't shut Radford down, who had a great game. So, yeah, you know, okay. It's a shame to see that one get away, but that's, you know, my grandfather always told me you can't cry over spilled milk. Could have been bourbon. Thank you. you Thank you. Yeah. Again, I I think sometimes, I don't know if unrealistic's the word. It's tough to win on somebody else's floor. It is. And, again, that A&M beats you that way. They don't beat you 90-88. to 88. They beat you the way they won this game. Low-scoring, physical, muck it up. That's how they win. And, look, Walter Clayton, 2 of 8 in 28 minutes. Did a pretty good job on him. He had a poor offensive game. Tyree Samuel didn't do a whole lot either. Okay? And if you look at the rebounding, it was even. And that's a win for A&M because Florida's been out rebounding everybody. So give A&M credit for that. I keep saying this. Sometimes you got to give credit to the other team. A&M only had eight assists the entire game. Eight. Eight. They had eight assists, eight turnovers. Florida had four, 18 and 14. Happens. 3928255. Email srussell at wruf.com. Jim says, how do you build a program where most of the players enter the portal at the end of the season? Is it more building of a culture of winning or style of playing? Um... Something to that effect, Jim, yes. Look, you can recruit to culture, okay? Because Florida's not the only team that's restructuring rosters. Everybody, just about, is restructuring their roster. And let's take Texas A&M. Under Buzz Williams, their culture there is defense, hard-nosed defense. You know, that, that's sort of their, their M.O., and they recruit to that, right? Well, Todd Golden's overhauled the roster. What didn't Florida have last year? Didn't shoot great and didn't have a lot of front court to help Colin Castellan. So look what he went out and got. So next year, when some of those players depart for whatever the reason and new ones come in, yeah, you are doing culture. That, that's part of what you are definitely doing. Drew says, jury's still out for Golden, but we see with Georgia why White was run out of town. 
isn't a bad coach. Plenty of sample size with him to show he is who he is. Yeah, Georgia struggling a little bit, and that's a tough gig there. That is a tough gig. I was surprised that he took that job because in this league, Georgia has not done particularly well uh, over the years. So, but we'll see. We'll see how he does. Uh, Three nine two eight two five five. Email s russell at wruf dot com. And what fans don't like, it's not just Florida fans either, right? When you hear people say, "We ran, they ran him out of town. They ran him out of town." There is. Would anybody disagree with this statement? There is less patience now for coaches than perhaps there ever has been. Ever has been. If Todd Golden doesn't make the NCAA tournament this year, you think next year isn't a big year for him? Anybody think this is not a big year for Billy Napier? I'll go back to my old tired saw here about when Billy Napier was hired, how bad it was here. The cupboard was bare here. The previous staff didn't recruit here. He needs time. How many people called this show and said he needs time? Well, you haven't given him the time. That's simple. That's simple. But I get it because you can say that and even believe it at the time. But when you see the product, that's what you react to. You don't think about time. You react to the product on the field, on the court, whatever. And that is certainly an understandable thing. 115, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Lance Williams. The Gators women's golf team's matchup against number one ranked Wake Forest has been canceled due to weather. Yesterday, the Florida women's basketball team faced LSU. Despite double-digit performances from Aliyah Mathara and Leilani Correa, the Gators fell to the reigning national champs 66-106. Shifting to men's college hoops, the number 8-ranked Kansas Jayhawks face rival Kansas State tonight. Tune in to coverage right here at 845. It's district tournament time in boys' high school basketball. Tomorrow, Bellevue takes on Citrus, Dixie County faces Wildwood, and Eastside takes on Suwanee. Quarterfinals are tomorrow, semifinals are on Thursday, and the district championship games are on Saturday. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Lance Williams. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I want to tell you about FICARE Federal Credit Union, the place I've done my banking for over 30 years. And remember, FICARE Federal Credit Union, very simply, is the place only for health care workers and their families to bank. Why not move your auto loan to FICARE? They'll lower your current rate by 2.9% APR. You can lock in the lowest rates around, lower your monthly payment, and save on interest paid over the life of your loan by letting FICARE refinance a vehicle loan you have with another lender. It's fast and simple with an online application, a quick turnaround, and the ability to sign your loan electronically. And if you're in the market to purchase a vehicle, they can still help you save as well by using the complimentary auto advisor's car buying service to locate your next car. You'll get the best deal available, and you'll get 2.9% off of your approved rate. 
Auto Advisors takes the hassle and pressure out of your car buying experience. They work with local, reputable dealers to help you locate a vehicle that fits your needs and your budget. That's all from FICARE, Federal Credit Union Online, FICAREFCU.org. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. So I have a full upper dental implant and full lower. The bottom is removable. So I had everything removed and replaced. I take them out every day, clean them, and put them back in. They snap on securely so you can eat with comfort and everything else and you don't have to worry about laughing and them coming out. <laughs> I was dumping so much money into like replacing each individual tooth. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to find an alternative. I love it. <laughs> I can smile a big smile now and not have to worry about missing teeth. It's a great place. I highly recommend it. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. The biggest, baddest rock experience in the United States is here. Welcome to Rockville with Foo Fighters. Motley Crue. Slipknot. Disturbed. Jelly Roll. Limp Biscuit. Queens of the Stone Age and Breaking Benjamin, Evanescence, Cypress Hill, Blackville Brides, Ida Remember, Anthrax, In This Moment, Primus, Stone Temple Pilots, Tech Nine, and Judas Priest, plus so many more. Welcome to Rockville. Four days, five stages, and 150 bands. May 9th through the 12th at Daytona International Speedway. Passes and camping on sale now at welcometorockville.com. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Interesting email here. Uh, Andrew says, the previous caller, reminds him of people who have a toxic relationship with Mike White. He's just remembering the good. Just remember all the games we lost in the second half where we'd fall apart. Everyone watching Georgia now remembers. Well, what will be interesting with that, to be perfectly blunt, Georgia right now is a half a game worse than Florida, although Florida has beaten them head-to-head. Florida's, I'm sorry, a game. Florida's five and four. Georgia is four and five. So they're one game better than Georgia in the SEC, but with a win head to head against them. And Georgia's reeling a bit. I wonder if at Georgia they will be more lenient with Mike White than Gator fans were here because of the Billy Donovan effect. There is no Billy Donovan effect at Georgia. They haven't had a Billy Donovan effect because they haven't had Billy Donovan. 
So will they be a little more lenient with Mike White, given the fact that there's not been a lot of success at Georgia? That remains to be seen. And it doesn't help when South Carolina, they're 19-3. and If you thought South Carolina would be 19-3 right now, raise your hand, and there ain't many hands. Auburn's 7-2 in the league, so is Carolina. And you know, with all the talk about Tennessee, Alabama leads the SEC with an 8-1 record. It's a really good league, ladies and gentlemen. Good league. And granted, Vanderbilt has one win in the league. That's against Missouri, who has none. But still, it's a good basketball league. Richard Blaylock, the CEO from Rad Sports, is going to join us here at the bottom of the hour to talk about a new event that the facility over at uh, Celebration Point has gotten to bring more athletic events to town, which in turn brings more money into the economy here. They've done a very good job of getting those events. He will tell you about some of them and the latest one uh, that they just got. And again tomorrow, Nate Barbera, the CEO of Florida Victorious. Freddie Wiebe, the Director of Revenue, will all be with us tomorrow at about 12.15. Steven says, NBA, Cleveland and the Knicks have both moved two games closer to Boston. Can they catch them? No. I don't think so. The Knicks have been playing great. Then the Lakers stopped them. And Cleveland's been playing pretty good too, but no, I don't, I don't think so. But my God, I got an NBA question. I'm about ready to fall off my chair. I never get those. Uh, Dan, hello. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I wanted to comment on the Mike White situation, but then also a comment and question about the game with Texas A&M. As far as Mike, I'm getting tired of hearing that fans ran him off. I mean, you know, the athletic director does that. And if they're smart, they realize when fan support is sagging. So, yes, in that sense, like any business, which this is a business, you know, you sense how your customers are doing and what they like or not. But other than that, fans did not run him off. He'd been here for seven years. So, I, I mean, really, people should quit saying this. Fans didn't fire him. He had a lot of support. Fans for a long time stood behind him. Even when they questioned him, they liked him. They wanted him to do well. But at some point, it's getting pretty old. So, again, the fans don't have that power except as customers, as any customer does for any business in America. Well, I, I would disagree with that statement. I think fans do have that power. That You cannot tell me that when an athletic director makes a decision on whether or not to hire or fire a coach, that the temperature of the fan base isn't at least considered. Absolutely. I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I think I said that same thing, and I agree with that, and that's as it should be. I mean, yep. I, where else does that happen? I mean, well, I mean, where does that not happen in a business is successful and and again athletics modern college athletics are businesses i mean that's that's a fact I that think. is a fact um so a- anyway so you know and i gotta say this kind of goes along with the thing that we're hearing where oh certain people in the athletic department say fans are you know kicking off re- recruits and this and that i mean take some responsibility you know these guys are making millions of dollars you know own it it's your product it's not our product we're the we're the customers we're not the producers so um anyway i guess this is getting to be a little bit old and sort of 
it seems to me there's some motive, other motives going on here which have to do with not taking responsibility. Um, as far as the game, I like Coach Golden, and what he what he did in the Kentucky game coaching-wise was great. But I kind of feel like Texas A&M dictated the second half, and Florida had no answer. I mean, the offense was pretty dead. Um, and, I, you know, I'm not sure what the options were, and it could have been just manpower that A&M had the horses, and we didn't. But, uh, you know, why was not more emphasis put on going down low? I mean, Texas A&M, that's all they were doing in the second half, and they quickly learned they were going to get a whistle every time they went down low, which they did get. And we never, hardly ever went to the line because we weren't taking it down low. Basically, Poland would be dribbling around until the last, you know, five seconds, and then he'd put up a shot or send it over to somebody else who'd take a last second. And a lot of times, desperation shot. There were no, did not appear to be any open shots for anybody, not not just, um, yeah, I can't think of his name all of a sudden. You know, I mean, the shooting guard, so good. Well, but um, you've got to give credit. That that's what A and M does. No, I am giving credit. Yes, yes, and I'm saying that it is possible that even what I'm suggesting maybe could have been done that we didn't have the horses and they did. That's possible, but we didn't. I didn't see a change in strategy. In other words, like why don't we start throwing it down low there? We got a bunch of seven footers, and we didn't do that. We just kept that same strategy going. It seemed to me maybe I missed something that it was just you know run around and shoot something in the last five seconds the whole second half. And it's not, it was, yeah, we Texas A&M dictated the terms. It did not appear to me that Golden made adjustments to flip that in any way. Maybe he did, and we, you know, I might have missed it. And I don't mean this to say I want him run out of town. No, I like no, him. I think he's a good yeah. coach. I'll, I'll say one thing he said at the end of the game, and I don't know why this is the case, but, you know, he, he was directly asked um, what changed in the second half. Right, um, this is what he said. He's the coach, not me. What happened over the last three minutes? Did the team get rattled? Quote: I didn't see it that way at all. I thought we were getting more rattled around the eight or nine minute mark. They took a little lead. I thought we played really poised down the stretch to get the lead back. And I do think that fact is forgotten. They fell behind and did get the lead back. Yeah, but each time they got the, I mean, it didn't. Uh, you know, and maybe this is not true, but it felt that way. It felt to me like they were kind of walking into losing this game, and and they never got more than a you know maybe four at the outside. It was always a point or two. And again, last second shots seemed to be the it not the strategy what they were ended up with on almost every possession. Sometimes the clock ran out. I mean, of course that happens. I, you know, I just didn't see a change, an attempt even to change the strategy and flip, okay. flip the table. But thank you for letting me yep. have my say. Yeah, appreciate it, Dan. Thank you. 129, time check brought to you by Hayes Jillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The WRUF Radio your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. We can still talk hoops. Still want to, but again, we're in this sort of purgatory area here where 
we haven't quite started spring sports and all of that. But and Major League Baseball getting the spring training, etc. I want to talk about the uh, new college football contract. The college football playoff management committee is meeting in Dallas now, and they're trying to iron out all the details about the upcoming 12-team playoff, which is scheduled to start this fall. You saw what the Big Ten and the SEC, that working agreement they came to. Hopefully tomorrow, Dennis Dopp from CBS Sports is going to join us because he's got a column on this, and he said exactly what I told you last week. Look out. Also tomorrow, mark on your calendars. Nate Barbera, the CEO of Florida Victorious, will be here. 12.15 tomorrow. So questions you have about Florida Victorious, questions you have about what you can do, you can't do, what it is, what it isn't, he and Freddie Weeby who's also part of the organization, will be here tomorrow. He's the director of revenue. They'll answer your questions and tell you exactly what they are doing. This is long overdue uh, and glad they're going to be here to shed some light on all of this. So that's good. Um, So let me ask this. 12-team playoff. Should more teams be added? Should more teams be added? And let me ask this. If you are in this contract, right, should the MAC, should the Sun Belt have as much say-so as the SEC or the Big Ten? Because think about the conferences that have expanded, right? You would think more of those teams would make the playoff. We will see. This is going to be fun to watch as well. With all the negativity going on with NIL and all of that, right? Well, this, this format, what we're going to see in the postseason will be interesting to see how uh, it shakes out. But I want to get your thought. Would you expand this? Is 12 a good number? I guess is what I'm asking. Um, let me know. 3928255. Email uh, Russell at WRUF.com. Also, what team do you think will make its first playoff appearance in the playoff era next year? ESPN asked that question. Uh, they stole my thunder. I had that actually down for the show tomorrow, but we'll do it now. Okay? What team teams do you think We'll go. By the way, they asked people from ESPN to cover college football their predictions on the playoff next year. Ready for this? Chris Lowe, Chris been on the show many times. First round buys Georgia, Ohio State, Utah, and Clemson. First round matchups, five Texas versus 12 Liberty. Six, Oregon versus 11, Michigan. Seven, Alabama versus 10, 
Penn State, and 8 Ole Miss versus 9 Notre Dame. Some other people have Arizona in this. Some people have Florida State in this. Your thoughts? Come on, peeps. I'm trying here. Okay? Trying to generate a little stuff. So we hope we have that. Uh, BB, Pro Bowl game and Associated Skills Challenges were set up super well, having everything count points toward winning along with skills challenges in between quarters and at halftime, pure genius. I didn't watch five seconds of that. I don't know why, but I didn't. Guys were serious about winning, as evidenced by Peyton's assistant, Ray Lewis. Thought the NFL did a great job with it. Laura was fantastic. I take that back. I did watch a little of her doing it. Um, what do you think of the Pro Bowl? Now? Anybody watch it? Anybody like it? You watch it, Jose? Did you, did you like it? I thought it was entertainment. A little bit too over the place, but I, th- I thought it was entertaining. Yeah, it's. I mean, I get what they're trying to do, right? They're trying to make a game when nobody wants to get hurt, obviously, mean something. So they're trying, and I think that's the most important thing. Uh, Porter, hello. Hey, Steve. I, just really quickly, as far as the, the Pro Bowl, I think they're on the right track. Uh, you know, just a football game that doesn't really matter and is dangerous and players can get hurt so much, you know, there's no solution for that. So changing the format, I think, uh, is, a, is a step in the right direction. My, my first thought was something like in the direction. Remember the show The Superstars was fairly popular back in the day, and, of course, it didn't have a lot of sports to go against it. It was always in the off season and that kind of thing. But I think something like that, uh, especially if they add a, a, a charity angle, you know, could be could be up to TV people to turn in for. But anyway, just a, just a thought. Um, uh, yeah, sorry to hear about the passing of, uh, of Bill Carr. Uh, I had the uh, fortune of knowing him when I was younger. He had to go to our to, to same church I went to, and uh, I remember I sold I sold cokes in '78 for one or two games. Then my, my buddy had done it. He told me, I said, "This is great." So I, I, I was there the whole '79 season. And uh, I think it was between 79 and 80. And, of course, I'm a 12-year-old kid and thinking, oh, I've got a good, some good ideas. And I remember talking to Bill Carr at our church with some, some ideas, and he actually went out of his way to, to put me in touch with somebody. And it was uh, a guy named Danny Grant, who was the head of our concessions, and then eventually to a young guy named Jeremy Foley at the time. I remember that. At the time, I didn't have any idea who he was. And... Um, uh, I don't have I'm sure it's like a 12-year-old kid. You know, be easy to just tell him to go away. But, um, you know, he took the time to actually do that. And I, I'll never forget that, you know, looking back. And I, ironically, I'm sure it had nothing to do with me. But around 82 or so, they, they actually did thing, change things a couple that I had sort of suggested. But I think that was a okay. good All right. um, very good, Very good guy. I wanted to pass that along. Sorry to hear it. Thanks, Steve. All right, Porter. Really thank good. you. Dick, hello. Hey, Steve. How you doing, brother? Good, sir. Hey, uh, Great show. I just want to talk to you about what you were talking about, the playoffs and stuff like that. Personally, in my opinion, I, I think this is just going to allow, I think the 12 teams, I don't know if you more, I think you're just going to get more SEC and Big Ten team 10s, 10 10s in. I don't think it's going to help like the ACC. Personally, I think only the ACC champion comes in. I mean, so they got like six spots already designated, right? Five conference champions and one group of five, correct? Yep. Yep. No. Yep. Okay, so so basically you're talking about everybody else at large. You're talking about six six teams. Well, you got you, you got UCLA, LSU, Oregon, Washington going to the Big Ten. You got you got Texas and and, and Oklahoma going to the SEC. 
I don't think this is really going to help the rest of the country as far as even things out. I think it's just going to – I think more SEC and Big Ten teams come in. And as far as the ACC, I think it's become so devalued. We've seen it this year with the 13-0. I don't think uh, – unless they win the conference champion, I don't think an ACC team gets in but one. Well, I think I'll, say, I'll say this. I'll, I'll say this. If you're going to go – to the SEC and the Big Ten and everybody else, I'm not. I think that's bad for the sport. I do. Well, I think. Well, yeah, but I think that's what you're going to have happening, right? Well, if it, I'm just saying, if it does, I think it's bad for the sport. Let me let me yeah. give you a direct quote from Greg Sankey, the SEC commissioner. Okay, he was asked if he uh, is committed. Uh, to the college football playoff. Quote, we're committed for now. We have to get a lot right. The commitment is we want to see this get right. We have the reality of meeting to deal with CFP governance in the 2026 season and beyond. That's a highly important issue. If that isn't a warning, if that isn't a, you know, a grenade being thrown at this, I don't know what is. Well, yeah, but I think you're going to have, personally, I think you're going to have the same kind of scenarios as you had this year. I think you're going to have two lost teams out of the Big Ten and the SEC. They're going to jump one lost teams from other conferences. Like, look at November, the five games Florida's got in November. Their November is tougher than probably every team in the ACC plays for the schedule. Just their November. And what's going to happen is you're going to have, with these schedules, when you're adding these other teams to the Big Ten, conference already, you're going to have two lost SEC big team teams jumping, especially the ACC. I don't know what other conference is out there. That's why I'm expressly talking about the ACC. I think you're going to have them jumping one loss ACC teams because of the strength of schedule. We'll find out. All right. Thanks, Steve. Thank you, Dick. Bernard, hello. Hey, Steve, you say Big Ten SEC mean 12 team playoffs. So does that mean going to be 16 from the SEC? And six from the Big Ten. <laughs> Is that what they're planning? Uh, I don't know if they're planning out. that, but I think they they've sent a clear message here by you know getting this planning group together. That hey, we're the two big dogs here, and we're gonna you know control things here. And if you want to hop on the train, ACC, uh, Big uh, Big Twelve, okay, but it's gonna be our train. That's how I look at this. Steve, I was at a restaurant sad that the game was on. Uh, Florida was running and shooting and dunking. I went to my meal. I said, well, I'm eating my meal. This is a comfortable win. I come back. There's a minute and 30 seconds left. We're up by one. I go to the restroom. We're down by one. Steve, I thought the first time out, the play that Golden called, I thought the guy made a nice bounce pass to Cougar, and he was going to the basket. Cougar seems to play like 300 miles per hour all the time. I, I remember in the first half, he went to the basket, jumped up and threw a pass. They could have called him for charging. I don't know, but, Steve, when you look back at that game, we lost by one, and we took two three-point shots. I know you say they were good shots, but, you know, if you go to the free throw and make one or two, you get you, you get into overtime. There was no action 
going to the basket in that that particular situation. And and what what are your thoughts on that? I'll give you the thought of Todd Golden. His thought counts more than yours, more than mine, more than anybody's. If the head coach says, I'm satisfied with the looks those guys got, then I'm satisfied with it. Because I think those are good shooters. They, 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 weren't, they weren't long, contested, difficult shots. They missed them. So you got the ball in shooters' hands that have been – now, that day was Clayton good? No, he was two of eight. But he's made clutch shots for you, and so was Pullen. So I don't have any problem with that, and he didn't either. So, Steve, this team, I think Condon, Steve, maybe deserves to, if he doesn't start, he got the bucket of minutes. We're not getting enough physicality from uh, the big guy, Hanlauder. And Auburn uh, is coming to Gainesville, and they bring in Big Broom. And he's a muscular, physical presence down there. A couple of things, Steve. Number one, what are your thoughts? Maybe you don't have a thought. It kind of rubbed me the wrong way when you're Florida, you're trying to do things right. And Ratford was, uh, had just got bonded out of jail and he was the leading scorer. And lastly, Steve, you're talking about all these spring sports coming up. You're forgetting about the most important one. I know we excel. And that's spring football. Steve, you have a great day. We'll talk later, okay? All right, Bernard. Uh, well, it's not really a sport, but, but yeah, it's practice. It's practices, but, yes, that's important. 1246, time check brought to you by Ace Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850. As well, coming your way this weekend. 392-8255, email srussell at wruf.com. Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. Why was Pullen sitting on the bench for like four minutes? Around the time we had a meltdown that Golden was talking about at the end. Aberdeen gave up a few points at one point. Do you think Golden playing too many people because he's worried about the portal? Not at all, Andrew. Not at all. Now, the other day... Kentucky's guards played every minute. That is not sustainable. It's not. Okay? And if he has trust in Aberdeen, you know, he's going to get playing time. And he's going to give Pullen and Clayton a little breather once in a while. Okay? So, again, I just think sometimes... Aberdeen played seven minutes. And certainly, you look at his numbers, right? He scored two points. Uh, he had one turnover. That's all. One. So it isn't like he played seven minutes, had five turnovers. No. He had one turnover. Now, it was a big one, but again, one turnover. Pullen played 34 minutes. That's a lot. He's logged a lot of minutes this year. Clayton played 28. He's logged a lot of minutes, too. So I don't have any problem with that at all. You're going to have to play some people in order to save some of your people. And that's just, I got no problem, again, with him playing. Does he have to produce? Yes. Did he have a turnover? Yes. Did that cost Florida the game? No, it did not. 
And again, Pullen, 18 points, 8 assists, led the Gators. And Florida actually shot better than Texas A&M did. What was the difference? Foul line was the difference, right? Florida had their had, had a better shooting percentage than Texas A&M, and the Gators were coming off their first one of the season at Kentucky when they shot a lower field goal percentage than their opponents. You see, one game they win, one game they lose. That's just, and I think Florida's going to play a lot of these games. A lot of close games. Zion Pullen after the game, I love him, by the way, said, it's a game we feel like we should have won. They just made more plays than we did. We didn't come out in the second half and execute well enough on both ends. That's a player talking, not a coach. And again, at the end of the game, why not bring the ball inside? You're not playing a seven-footer. Todd Golden. I'll take a Clayton pull-up and a pull-in three and live with the result. Walt's a big shot maker. Hit a huge force the other night. A little short this time. Thought did a great job fighting on the glass, which they did to get a second chance. And then Pullen didn't make his. So... He says, hard to dictate the exact shot you get in those situations. I thought our guys made good basketball plays to get the two we got, and I agree 100%. Where is Florida's – now, look, Tyree Samuel, was he's kind of in and out. He, he's, to me, kind of the X factor, right? Some games he's really active and other games not so much. But, I, again, I got no problem with what happened at the end. David, Hello. Good afternoon, Steve. You know, you hit the nail on the head a minute ago when you were talking about the minutes for pulling. I think those minutes were starting to add up a little bit because his shots were just coming up just a little short. In the Kentucky game, you know, he was hitting all those shots. And in the A&M game, it just seems like he was just a – I don't know if he didn't have his legs or not, but you can't uh, fault that young man's play. I mean, he has been the difference maker for us, I believe. Uh, having a true point guard and uh you know as far steve is it just me or is kugel a human turnover machine especially right at the end of a game i mean no he's not he's not i mean he fumbled that ball i mean i think most times he makes that play you know, sometimes if that if that happened with eight minutes left to go in the game, nobody would be saying a word. But it's when it happens. And again, let's go to his numbers in the game. Uh, he had uh, four assists and two turnovers. That's two to one assist to turnover ratio. Yeah, that's not bad. And and you're you're right. I mean, it's just glaring because of when it happened. Right. But. Uh, you know, in the Georgia game, he he definitely uh, had some turnover issues. But um, I guess you're right. It just seems like it was high. It's highlighted because. Of it. But you know what, Steve? If if you would have games, we'd all have been ecstatic. We should have we should have won that game at A and M, but we didn't. 
And uh, Florida played a heck of a game. I, I mean, you got to give it to Texas A&M, too. But throw that honor code out the window. I mean, you get a guy that runs from the police and he plays, come on. Have a great day, Steve. Okay, thank you. Yeah, that's a whole nother issue. And, you know, not knowing the exact circumstances of that, but on the surface of it, uh, yeah. And he was obviously really good at the game, too. If he doesn't play, they don't win, in my opinion. And that's just not because of the game he played. I think he's just an important piece of what they do. Uh, and obviously he played, what, 38 minutes in the game or something like that. So, uh, you know, pretty darn important piece to have, you know, with the puzzle there. N- no doubt about that. Um, again, just a quick program reminder about tomorrow. The uh, CEO of Florida Victorious, Nate Barbera, will be here. Freddie Weeby, the Director of Revenue, is going to be here too. They'll be here to answer all of your questions about NIL, about Florida Victorious, about all of that. So it's they're supposed to be here about 12.15. We look forward to that. So get your question. Many of you have said, well, can't you get those going? Well, I'm getting them on. So here's your chance to ask them. They can tell you much more from inside the organization. So they're going to be here tomorrow at about 12.15 and your chance to call and ask your questions about them, about NIL, about all of that. That's going to be tomorrow uh, at about 12.15. we got about, what, about three minutes left. Uh, Corey emails. Got a couple more emails. We'll say goodbye. Corey says, uh, in your opinion right now, who are the top four teams in the SEC in basketball? Uh, in no particular order, I think the four that are at the top of the league, Tennessee, Alabama, uh, who am I leaving out? Tennessee, Alabama, Auburn. And then, you know, do you put Kentucky in there? I don't know. But those are probably the top four. And there's a bunch of teams like Florida, like Texas. Oh, South Carolina. That's the other one. Duh. Yeah. And arguably, arguably, right now, you put Carolina at one. Alabama leads the league. They're eight and one. So I get it. But yeah, I think Alabama, Tennessee, Auburn, and uh, South Carolina are the top four. Kentucky is sort of 4B, but they're coming off two losses. Now they've been they've had some guys hurt that that affects their team. They get their guys back and they get their guys healthy. I still think uh, Kentucky's a pretty darn good team, but they've got defensive issues. There's no question they've got defensive issues, and if they really want to make any kind of a run uh, when it comes to, to things, they're going to have to get that straightened out. I don't think there's any question um, when it comes to that. Uh, final email from Michael. Uh, he says, Steve, I'm listening from out of town. He goes, he, lo- he says, love the app. Um, he said, what are you more excited about, Gator baseball or softball and why? Both. Softball has more to prove. They were picked to finish eighth in the SEC, Michael, which doesn't happen very often. And Gator baseball is picked in the top 
five in almost every, nationally, in almost every poll. So, you know, but I think just being around softball a little bit, you know, there's, they got some great players coming back and Falby um, and some others, but they got a chip on their shoulder. They're picked to finish eighth, but they got two great players coming back and uh, hopefully others will help them uh, along the way. But uh, it'll be fun to watch that team grow. And one thing's for sure, you got a pretty darn good coach in Tim Walton uh, to lead them. So, and then, you know, again, with baseball, they've got, they still have some pitching issues, you know, who fits where into what place, but there's a reason they're picked to finish in the top five by just about everybody uh, that's, that has any kind of a poll. All right, uh, that's our show for today. Our thanks to Richard Blaylock, the CEO and president of Rad Sports, letting you know some of the events they've been able to go out and bid for and bring here to Alachua County. Once again, tomorrow, the CEO of Florida Victorious, Nate Barbera, will be here. Freddie Weeby, the Director of Revenue. Line up your questions. Get them ready. They'll be here about 12.15 tomorrow. I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. See you tomorrow. the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Man, it is a beautiful day to fish. Here's your life jacket. You know I can swim, right? So could a lot of people who died falling overboard. Come on, I'm not a kid. Fatalities are often men over 30. It's too hot to wear one. These new ones are complete. <sighs> there, happy. Ooh, I got one. Glad you wore the life jacket. Okay, yes. Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission reminds you to wear your life jacket. Visit wearitsflorida.com. Wear it, Florida. Okay, it's time to replace that undependable car. I recommend you visit Select Motor Car of Gainesville. You'll be amazed at the selection of quality, like new cars, trucks, and SUVs. Take a test drive today. Hey folks, it's Steve Russell for Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where you can walk up or drive through for the freshest burgers in town made to order. Great shakes, an outdoor patio umbrella seating area as well. If you're in a hurry, order online for a quick pickup at dickmondells.com. Hey, I have a secret. Uh-huh. I use secret whole body deodorant because more than just my armpit stink. Uh-huh. Can I use it where my bra rubs under my... Oh, <laughs> yeah. And what about down there? You know, my... Totally. Four out of five gynecologists would recommend it. So I tried it, and now I get 72 hours of freshness from my pits to my... Ooh, I love that it's a spray. Me too. And it comes in sticks and creams too. Go get your secret whole body deodorant. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. 
Mostly cloudy skies this afternoon with a chance of a shower or thunderstorm. Highs today around 65. Tonight, an early evening shower is possible, then mostly cloudy and breezy overnight. Lows in the mid-40s. Tuesday, sunny skies, breezy, highs around 63. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist William Maxim. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. Money trumps everything. And then they said, oh, they'll never break, you know, those contracts. They broke those contracts because the amount of money that was there. They tried to do it, all those bowl games. I'm sorry, you know, the Astro Blue Bonnet Bowl or the Pool and Weed Eater Bowl. We have some nice consolation prizes for you. We're talking big money here. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Corey Brewer, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. That's my dude there, man, Corey Brewer. Okay, uh, we're going to get Richard Blaylock on here. Uh, we'll talk to Adam first, then we'll get Richard on. Adam, hello. Steve, thank you for taking my call. Great show. Uh, real quick, because I know you got your man coming on. Um, I was listening to the game. I was in there to watch it. And I'm a little confused, if you don't mind explaining to me, what happened in that last possession where we're down one point. Golden takes a good timeout, I thought. with I think it was 20 seconds left. And... What happened underneath that basket that we we just threw up shots that we missed, or and there was no fouling from Texas A and M at all? Could you explain no. that to me? Go get your thing. Yeah, Steve. all right, thank you. Good. Yep, no, that's it was just a scrum. Florida had a lot. There was no foul. Florida had chances, uh, and they just didn't hit shots. And they did a good job of getting second chances. They just didn't hit a shot at the end of the game. That's just you know the way it is. By the way. Uh, Torian Green, another one of my dudes, selected as Florida's 2024 SEC Legends honoree. He'll be uh, honored at the men's basketball tournament in Nashville. So congratulations to him. Richly deserved, by the way. And, of course, he's on the staff right now. Uh, That's really a cool thing. Well, I've known my next guest, Richard Blaylock, for a long time. And uh, he's the CEO and president of Rad Sports, and he's going to tell you about uh, where he works, what's been done, and a new event that uh, is going to be coming to town. Richard, how are you, man? Good to talk to you. I'm good, Steve. How are you? I'm okay. Thank you. I'll let you get right to this. I know you want to give Stephen credit for doing this, too. uh, But first of all, for somebody who's listening and maybe doesn't know about the facility, about what you all are doing, just, let's just start with that. Sure. Uh, so we, we worked with Viking and the county and the state uh, basically to develop the facility that's known as the Latro County Sports and Event Center located at Celebration Point. Um, the facility is a true multi-use, multi-functional uh, facility that you know, going through, growing up in Gainesville, listening to everybody complain that we don't have a convention center uh, and that type of stuff. So it was all taken in consideration when the facility was designed. 
got 92,000 square foot of flat space that also incorporates 18 volleyball courts, 10 basketball courts, um, two months out of the year, a temporary 200-meter uh, indoor track, sprint lanes, batting cages, um, and, you know, we can host just about any indoor sporting event that you can imagine, uh, as well as, you know, the home and garden shows coming back uh, that used to be at the O'Connell Center. We're going to host that uh, in the upcoming year. We've hosted the United Way Gala. Um, so it truly is a multi-use, multi-functioning uh, facility for the city of Gainesville, Alachua County, and North Central Florida uh, to be able to not only do local events and, and organization-type stuff and sports, but also, um, you know, events. And what we'll talk about is truly international. We're now on the international map on a couple different sports. Tell us about the latest acquisition, if you will, uh, as far as events right. are concerned. Right. So um, we brought on Steven Rodriguez. He's a local guy. Uh, he went off and was 18 years uh, with the Florida Sports Foundation. So he's got a lot of governmental background. Uh, he went to the uh, Benderson Rowing Facility down in Sarasota, which is world-renowned, uh, landed the World Cup. Uh, we brought him on our staff, known him for a long time, great guy, uh, because of his connections. And within a year, um, he found out that the city of Seattle, Washington, was bidding on and had been awarded the World Masters uh, Indoor Track and Field event and through different complications lost the opportunity to do it. So we went after it. And after a quick six months, um, uh, about three weeks ago, uh, we were awarded the event, which is 35 and over uh, indoor track and field. Uh, we have cross country, three or four events that have to be run outside. Um, and we actually were awarded that, that event. And it's never been in the United States before. The expectation is to have 4,000-plus international athletes come into town. Um, probably estimated about 10,000 total domestic and international uh, that would have come in for eight days for competition. And the World Masters Committee, their biggest fear is that since it's never been in the United States before and it's in Florida and everybody's wanting to come to Florida, um, they may have more people than what we know how to handle. So it's a super good opportunity. It's putting Alachua County on the map internationally. It's been a huge co uh, collaborative effort uh, between the state of Florida, Alachua County, um, you know, Visit Gainesville, Sports Commission, Rad Sports, Viking Companies, a uh, whole bunch of entities kind of pulled together to pull this event off. Um, and it's going to be in March of 2025. That's pretty cool. Tell us now, you have events going on almost all the time. Next two, three weeks, uh, what are some of the events you've got coming up? So all we're, we're fully full-blown in track season right now, indoor track season. Um, the, the biggest notable things that we have coming up in a couple of weeks is we have the Peach Belt Conference Championships, we have the ASUN Conference Championships, and we have the National Junior College Indoor Championships are the big events that are coming up. Uh, between now and the end of the month, it's open to the community uh, to come in. Um, off of those events, we've sprung into the NAI Nationals next year. We're bidding on the D2 championships uh, for 26, and hopefully rolling the dice and ultimately our biggest 
dream and vision is to host the SEC indoors at some point. Yeah, that'd, um, that'd be cool. Yeah, so so we have that, and then uh, just you know moving forward, you know another international event that we're working on. We have Cheer Canada and Cheer Ecuador that are going to come in and train for about eight to ten days prior to the world competition uh, that's host, hosted down in Disney. That's going to be in April. And our ultimate goal in the next couple of years is to bring 10 countries in to train before that event and create an Olympic-style village uh, for cheer, for international cheer squads coming in uh, to train. That, you know, they'd rather go outside of Orlando and train before they travel in. So we've got some really cool um, different events coming in, you know, other than just your typical basketball and volleyball and stuff. Uh, you know, that 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 we're on the radar already since we've opened since Memorial Day. That you know we're now known internationally for different events. I hope we've been friends a long time, and I hope I don't ask a stupid question here. But I'm trying to think yeah. of somebody who's listening. When when you open the facility, obviously you have to get the word out about who you are, what you're doing when you make these bids. How have you done that? How have you gotten the word out to organizations like this about, you know, what you're doing and who you are? Sure. And again, it's, it's using all the assets that we have available to us, you know, through the county, you know, with the Visitors Bureau, Visit Gainesville, the Gainesville Sports Commission, the Florida Sports Foundation, you know, and then other, you know, our staff, uh, uh, Scott Peters is our track and field guy. He's really connected with the NCAA. Uh, he was a track uh, uh, guy at the University of Florida. You know, uh, so it's just using all the assets of what we have available to us, not only you know here locally, but on the state level. And again, we're getting all kinds of support from the state uh, in marketing and and how to push all of that stuff out. Great stuff! Congratulations on the get, and uh, keep yeah. the, keep the, keep up the good work. Well, and and just you know, last note, we got word. End of last week, because we got the World Masters 35 and over, uh, USA USA Track and Field just announced that we're going to get the Nationals. So, oh wow, that will be a four. Yep, that'll be a four day event. Uh, the end of February, um, we're going to roll into some gymnastics stuff. After that, uh, the thought is international athletes will come in and participate in the USA Nationals for practice. And then, oh, and by the way, there's another big event in March called the Gator Nationals. Um, and then we'll sandwich that with the World Nationals. So the much, month of March in 2025 between the USA Track and Field um, Masters, a little gymnastics event, Gator Nationals, and the World Nationals, um, uh, Gainesville's getting, getting on the map a little bit. That's great. Good job and appreciate your time. Thank you. All right, Stephen, thank you. You got it. Richard Blaylock, President and CEO of Rad Sports. If you've not been to that place in Celebration Point, it's worth seeing. It is a multi-facility event. You can do a lot of different things in there, and it's, 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 it's classy, and it's great. And the thing that it does for this community, it's called Heads in Beds. It brings people to the community when they do they got to go into hotels. They got to eat at restaurants. They have to shop. So it's all great stuff for the local community. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. One final segment coming up. Adrian says, 
Lamenting the firing of Mike White because Todd Golden's underachieving is more of an indictment of the person that hired Golden and not the fans that supposedly ran right out of town. Fans were forgiving Billy time before he lost a handful of games in two years based on his game day coaching. And college football guests on your show saying Billy's teams are some of the worst prepared teams they've seen. 143, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. One final seven coming up, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Noah White. Yesterday morning, number 10-ranked UF women's golf lost to number 8 Texas in the semifinals of the Therese Hessian Regional Challenge in Palos Verdes, California. The rest of the tournament has been canceled due to inclement weather. Florida Girls High School Basketball District Tournaments begin tonight with Santa Fe facing Keystone Heights and North Marion facing Suwanee in the quarterfinals of 4A District 5. Buchholz will also be facing Leon and Mosley will face Childs in 6A District 2. Moving to men's college basketball, tonight number 4 Kansas will meet Kansas State in a Big 12 Conference match. You can find the game right here at 845. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Noah White. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's your Daughtry Tree Service Tree Care Tip. Late winter is a great time to prune your trees and raise the tree's lower canopy for better sunlight to your lawn. Daughtry Tree has been helping their Gainesville and Alachua County neighbors for over 30 years. They provide dependable, quality service at fair prices for any size job. Tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, debris or storm cleanup. Visit DaughtryTreeService.com today for your free estimate. Trust Daughtry Tree Service, your tree service people. Kelly Blue Book is the one-stop shop for pricing, fixing, selling, and instant cash offering. Instant cash offer is exactly what it sounds like. An official offer to buy or trade your car. Woo-hoo! Just enter your VIN or license plate. Answer a few questions about your car's history and what kind of condition it's in. In minutes, you'll receive an offer to sell or trade your car that you can be sure is fair. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car and schedule a time to meet. For all of the it's, kbb.com. Psst. Hey, I have a secret. Uh-huh. I use Secret Whole Body Deodorant because more than just my armpits stink. Uh-huh. Can I use it where my bra rubs under my... Oh, <laughs> yeah. And what about down there? You know, my... Totally. Four out of five gynecologists would recommend it. So I tried it, and now I get 72 hours of freshness from my pits to my... Ooh, I love that it's a spray. Me too. And it comes in sticks and creams too. Go get your secret whole body deodorant. Score big on Valentine's Day with flowers and gifts from FloralExpressionsFlorist.com. Steve Russell will tell you to shop online, send those gifts early, and make it a Valentine's week. Could be more points for you. Call the people I trust, Floral Expressions Florist, 352-375-1234. Psst. Hey, I have a secret. Uh-huh. I use Secret Whole Body Deodorant because more than just my armpits stink. Uh-huh. Can I use it where my bra rubs under my... Oh, <laughs> yeah. And what about down there? You know, my... Totally. Four out of five gynecologists would recommend it. So I tried it, and now I get 72 hours of freshness from my pits to my... Ooh, I love that it's a spray. Me too. And it comes in sticks and creams too. Go get your secret whole body deodorant. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. 
This is Coach Steve Spurry, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. For those wanting to know about broadcast of Gators softball, I'll say this again. There is a pecking order we have been given by the Athletic Association as to the order of games that we can carry if there's a conflict. Well, Friday, we'll carry softball. Saturday, we will carry softball. And Sunday, we will carry softball. So, three of the Gator softball games this weekend will all be here. And you'll be able to enjoy 392-8255. By the way, we do have the Super Bowl. 